like yeah, I know we were talked about doing a uh, sort of a short show about well, not a show, like a micro episode that just kind of explains the concept or whatever. But I thought it might be better to do a couple of episodes just to make sure that the concept doesn't drift a little bit um, before we. By do drift, one. you mean suck? Uh, it's possible to suck. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> drift over into the suck. Um, that would uh, that would be suboptimal, as we might say. Yeah, it's not like there's a lot of news going on, so there's not a lot of stuff to talk about there. <laughs> Something about it. Did you hear they're closing Hong Kong? I Disney, did. Disneyland I Hong Kong. That, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you know, people are down on Disney for opening up over here. But, I mean, it's it's kind of like they started before we skyrocketed. They started the opening process. And it's not, it's you know, it's kind of like shutting down a nuclear reactor right i mean you can't just like oh never mind we're going to shut down again you can't do that you started it in motion now you gotta they, you gotta finish they it. did it in california well that's look at california that's i know everybody says blocks, it's like right everybody that's what everyone says it's such a it's a tiny little operation but i mean it's still you're still talking about thousands of people and well true true but I they mean, also don't have as much control over there as they do here but this is very they're in, true. The, they're in the middle of the town over there here they own the middle of the town yes quite literally four times the size of manhattan something like that yeah right i mean and and from a state standpoint they have a lot more um for lack of a better term for better or for worse business business friendly environment here in florida yeah than in california not that california it's intentionally not business friendly. They just <laughs> they just happen to like do a lot of things that make themselves that way. Um through good intentions, of course. But they uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I don't know when California is gonna open back up. Interestingly, I get a call every single day. Every day for the past at least three weeks, I've gotten a phone call from the the number comes up Anaheim. So I know yeah. it's I know who it is. And you know it's bad when Disneyland is calling you. <laughs> you know, because they're calling me because I have I have reservations for Paradise Pier Hotel for this coming Thursday. Oh. Because I plan to be there. Is it Thursday or Friday? Um, I plan to be there for when the Avengers campus was opening, which was right. supposed to be this weekend. <laughs> but I'm sure that's pushed back too, right? It's pushed back. But here's the thing. So they, they call because they either want to give me my money back from the deposit mm-hmm. or they want to rebook me. Yeah. And I don't want to get my money back because if I do that, then I know from experience here in Orlando, that means I lose my, I lose my reservation. Once I lose my reservation, when they open them back up they they will probably only open them back up for people who already have reservations. Oh, right. Yeah. And so then I won't be able to make it, make, make a change to it. So I want to hold on to it. The thing is, I don't have a date in mind yet because they don't have a date in mind yet. Right. So I don't know what to tell them. So I don't like, I don't answer the phone. I like cower in silence because I'm afraid <laughs> I got to Disneyland's calling again. You're and, I, I, and I don't have a date. I, got, I need a date. I got, I, I need a date. Well, just um, tell them you guys don't have a date. You can't I did that one time. I did that one time. It wasn't helpful. <laughs> it's not like they're judging me. I don't trying know, to help me. Yeah. They're, they're like, but look, we just want to give you judgment. your money back. And I'm like, I don't want my money. I want you to have my money. Have I know what you guys Disney. do when you give the money back. 
<laughs> just, just I want to come over there. Like I want to, want to travel there. And then there's the whole issue of my my premier passport. Oh, you got the big one, huh? Yeah. Well, both, both yeah, I mean, it's wallet size. Um, <laughs> it's but, not. It's not it's, sweepstakes check size. No, they don't like. You know, they don't have like the expansion flaps. But this is what she looks like. Can you see that? Ooh, I know very it's nice. Right? Um, and it is uh, it says Californian Florida on it, and it does nothing for me right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can get into Florida. Uh, not doing well. If I have a park reservation, I can get into Florida, and I can't get into California. And I don't know, um, I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen because Florida, because I've, I paid for this thing. Yeah. Well, are they doing the thing where they where they shift the uh, renewal date out or whatever? Well, they said that they would shift. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they should, were going to shift it by a month or something. Details or, on all of that have suddenly become the, sparse. They're going to shift it by the number of months that they were closed, maybe. Yeah. But then do they count, they which is fine, yeah. because, well, because now, okay, so they're going to count Florida as being open now. I think they're actually giving another month onto that, just because you really can't get in when you want right. to get in right yeah, now. Yeah, I was about to say. So, um, so that's fine. So then say they count August. Mm-hmm. I still can't go to Disneyland. So right. shouldn't I like have some kind of prorated that's a good point there's two halves of that thing and they have different schedules so it's like being um and i apologize in advance if i'm offending any yes i don't even know what's the what's the appropriate technical term uh conjoined twins (laughs) i guess so i was gonna say something different but i I think it's yeah it's culturally insensitive little yeah yeah. i mean only because i didn't know but i think like anyway problematic um, twins I, I, um, so it'd be like you know having a conjoined twin, and then and like you're paying for, like say a gym membership for two right. people. But but your conjoined this is horrible. Your conjoined twin is in a coma. <laughs> so it's exactly so you're like, like that. you're right. <laughs> you're like dragging him along with you. I mean, you're being gentle and. But are they getting the value out of the gym membership? Of course not. I mean, maybe the gym membership's putting, maybe that, maybe I'm going too far. Maybe it's more like a, uh, maybe it's more like a, uh, I don't know, a uh, movie theater subscription or something, or like a, or or it's like, I mean, amusement park. It's like a theme park. Like, should I have to pay? You know, my point is, I don't, like, I have half, half my, half of my passport's working and half of it's not. Right. Right. And it's not even half, it's more like a quarter. That's true. Yeah. Well, maybe like um, something I thought of is uh, when they ask you for a new date, just tell them next Thursday. Yeah. And move it to next Thursday. And then every time they ask, you'd be like, well, next Thursday. And then just wait. I could, could, you just, could you just make a note in my file? Like anytime. You, since you're so interested in calling me, how about you just call me when you open and then I'll give you the next date? How about that? <laughs> You've got my number. For now on, when you call me, could you could you like tell me a story? Because <laughs> I'm getting just, my value out of this past just, one way or the other. Right. <laughs> if you give me an email address, I'll send you the script. <laughs> this is what I want you to say. <laughs> it's Princess and the Frog, so it's it's timely, topical, and culturally appropriate. So let's let's start there. <laughs> Ooh, I'm actually looking forward to that. 
Oh, I am too. The retheming. Yeah, 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 I like it. And uh, to, to be honest with you, I I have. And here's the thing: I, I've had a problem with Splash Mountain for a long time, and I don't know how many people I because you get wet. This about it's they don't tell you there aren't signs. Oh, they that that, that really is your problem? No, it's not. Oh, okay. it's um <laughs> the problem is the sort of I don't know, like the message of it. Like I, even outside of the 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 uh, context of Song of the South, which is problematic for its own obvious reasons and famous reasons. Um, it's the fact that the story of the ride is that Br'er Rabbit is going to explore the world. And so he's leaving his home and he's going to check out the world. And then Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear chase after him, throw him the Briar Patch. And he comes back and literally like the moral of the story is don't ever leave home. <laughs> Well, because that's part of the problem of the movie, right? I mean... It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. I mean, the whole idea is don't leave... Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a, it's not good. Yeah, it's... it's and you that's can a be, terrible message. Can you even, be happy as a prisoner? Right. Well, that's the thing is that, like, in the actual ride, Mr. Bloober actually says, that's right, Br'er Rabbit. Home is where you belong, and home is where you're going to stay. And it's like this almost sinister thing. <laughs> it's like, it it oh, is sinister. The whole the whole terrible. the whole attra- the whole attraction is pretty sinister, except for the final do. scene. I love the final scene. Oh, with the with the riverboat and everything. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I mean, which has no connection to the movie. None whatsoever. And that's what makes it the best scene. I know, I know. <laughs> but I do think I, I think um, so. I, I just uh, just uh, just full disclosure, I had not seen Princess and the Frog. Until very recently, like, oh, like yeah, two weeks ago, recently, yeah, because I felt like, well, number one, I needed to watch it, number two, like, I need to know what the heck they're talking about. And after I saw it, I was like, this is great, isn't it good? Oh, the music, and 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 the funny thing is that people were, um, people were saying, how, how are they gonna have this, this, uh, this attraction themed after this movie that takes place in New Orleans and in the bayou and like how are they going to have this take place in frontierland like what the heck does this have to do with frontierland and i thought at first i was like well yeah no that's a good point how the heck are they going to do that and then i thought what the heck does splash mountain not have to do with frontierland like it takes right. place in the deep south and like, where what? else are you going to put it it doesn't go in tomorrowland <laughs> I mean, and no one has this problem when they say oh buzz lightyear space ranger like in tomorrowland you didn't hear people like freaking out over that. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like the Tomorrowland Speedway. Like, what the heck is that about? The Don't future? get me. Come on. You know, I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone, I think, is in agreement that Tesla needs to step in and I, sponsor that. That, that, and, that rumored, uh, there was that article that went around that was sort of a rumor. I mean, that people have been talking about it. It's like, it's so obvious it will never happen. Right, exactly. And it's the perfect thing to do because. I, Good Lord, I love walking by anti-gravity's ice cream parlor and smelling the smell of 700 <laughs> lawnmowers. I love that. That's if to, you that want says to, tomorrow to me. If you want to know what Los Angeles smelled like in 1955. Or that looks you like what it looks like what the Los Angeles from like Blade Runner might sound smell like. <laughs> right. But I don't think that's the one they're going for. Autopia, well, not dystopia. <laughs> right. But what I want to see is um I think I don't think it's enough to have electric engines, although that's not asking too much. Like, hey guys, too much. it's 2020. I'm pretty sure 
the near future is electric engines. I'm, I mean, I maybe right. I'm going on a limb here, but um, what I think they should do is have automation, like so, so that people get to experience autonomous vehicles. So you mm-hmm. have the ability to either let the vehicle drive itself, mm-hmm. or you can take control, and you get to experience what that's like. Either and like not do it on the rails, but do it like with stripes, where it does kind of like a Tesla does, and. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Disney's in financial straits right now, so Tesla's going to have to spend a lot. They're going to have to decide how much they're going to spend on this attraction. But well, they're shooting rockets up into space. I think they've got the money. <laughs> this is true. That's true. Maybe <laughs> maybe one less rocket, Tesla. Yeah, and not hey, Tesla. It's not Tesla, not? but you know, it's a, well, SpaceX. It's Elon. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Elon. Saint Elon. If you're listening, we have an idea for you. I'm sure you haven't heard of it. Never. I don't know but I think the autonomous vehicle part would be really cool because then that gets us back to what Disney intended, which was to have this, um, the autotopia of the future. It's this, this, yeah, this sort of know, showcase of, of what tomorrow is like. Yes. And also get people comfortable with the technology. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I've, I've driven in an autonomous vehicle and in Walt Disney world. Yeah. Yeah. And they're certainly better than humans. And they smell better. <laughs> you smell, <laughs> smell better than gas cars and smell and, better than humans. That's right. <laughs> Especially in the summer <laughs> here at Walt Disney World. <laughs> and now you know why we're not the ones writing the jingles for the uh, <laughs> Disney World commercial. <laughs> Come at the time when it smells better than other times. You at least have to make it rhyme. <laughs> I think we could do that. We could, we could come up with a good rhyming. Sort of like, uh, you know, they want to bring more people in in the off season. And that's when there's not as much perspiration, you know. <laughs> so. Speaking of perspiration, are you going to be in the park anytime soon? I don't know. I, I uh, it's it's tough. It's a tough decision um, because I'm you know I'm wildly aware of the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as we've all said, um, you know, it's I would feel much more safe, you know, from infection in Walt Disney World than I would in Publix or you know walking down the street. Uh, where you got the, you know, the people who in your neighborhood, these are the people in your neighborhood. <laughs> these are the people, the people that you meet when you're walking down the street, the people, that, the people that, that you see each day. That's that, that cough in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and the, um, but, uh, but I mean, they're, they're, uh, I mean, we we're talking about earlier about the fact that, you know, Disney, every, Disney's the people are coming down on Disney for opening. And I get, cause I don't know. I couldn't tell you how expensive it is to own Disney World and not have it open, like per day. That's got to be enormous, right? Because not only do you have the areas that are at lower activity because nobody's there, but you have some areas that are exactly the same as when people are there, like the the animals at Animal Kingdom, right? Those animals don't, you can't just shut them down, right? They need care and they need feeding and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's got to be this guy. They got to be hemorrhaging cash. I, I I totally understand them wanting to to do that. And there's a lot of people that make their living working there, and those guys aren't getting any help because the, we're technically open, so they don't qualify right. for unemployment anymore. So they got to do something. And the fact is, is that they're they have the ability to control their part population, you know, through this. Uh, uh, reservation thing as much as that's kind of frustrating when you don't have a reservation it has there certainly serves its purpose 
And then they're enforcing masks. They're enforcing social distancing. They're taking this stuff seriously because they're a hospitality industry. If they had like some kind of a crazy outbreak blow up, that would be a PR nightmare that they, you know, do not want because, and it's not for some altruistic reason, right? It's not because, oh, they care about humanity. It's a corporation, you know? So it's, it's down to the three things, the three word phrase that every corporation is in the business of doing. Anybody that took like an entry level business class knows this maximize shareholder value. Right. And that's what they're trying to do with this. Right. They're open. Well, they actually have a legal fiduciary responsibility. That's exactly right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's what every corporation is in the business of doing. If Tesla suddenly found out that they could make more for their shareholders by making donuts, then they would be re- obligated to start making donuts. So they don't because that ain't how it is. But, you know, that's that's what's going on with Disney, right? They they need to open up so they can make money and they need to protect themselves from crazy COVID craziness by enforcing all of these rules. So it's it's within their own corporate interests to make sure everybody's as safe as possible. Well, they, and they do have, I mean, not just in terms of their own cultural uh, values, but also, you know, lots of lots of public laws and common law and so forth that they do have a responsibility to the public well-being. Um, sure. But and I don't think that is, a, I think, I, I don't think that's at odds here. I think you're right that it's certainly safer than yeah. going to Publix. For those of you who are familiar with Publix, it's a fantastic grocery chain although you know Publix that should be another that should be a topic of conversation for another day maybe like because I have this whole there's this there's a problem I do have a problem with Publix and I think they have a bit of a monopoly in the uh, Orlando area but we'll we'll go there another time Um, anyway it's really well done it's well executed it's 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 not as well executed as Wegmans for those of you who are familiar with Wegmans in the uh, mid-Atlantic states, just fantastic, best, best grocery store experience you'll find. Um, but it's pretty good, and uh, even there, where I think that they mandate masks, yeah, not everybody's wearing masks. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Because what are they going to do if you don't? I mean, they can Let's get call real... the sheriff. I don't, I don't know the yeah. sheriff who's also maybe not wearing a mask when he arrives or she arrives. I mean, it's. It's Florida people, and um, it's uh, it's dangerous outside the Disney bubble. It's much safer inside the Disney bubble, and and when we went to Disney Springs, I think we we made note of that, right? It it felt mm. super safe. Yeah, absolutely, it does. Yeah, and and that's you know even less controlled than like the parks are, right? Because they you know you go and you go right, and then you come in, you know they're not checking your tickets or anything at the, at the uh, parking garage. And even then it was a heck of a lot safer than just about anywhere else was. It wasn't clear. Right. I mean, it, it wasn't obvious if they were trying to limit attendance in Disney Springs, mm-hmm. that wasn't obvious. I don't think they were. I never saw anybody turned away, so. but it wasn't crowded either. Yeah. True. And they were temp checking. They were mandating masks. They still mm-hmm. are. The restaurants were doing a heck of a good job. Really at were. the physical distancing, at making sure their their uh, staff were compliant with masks and wearing gloves, and their uh, no contact menus and uh, which you know they're all phone based menus, which is what Disney is doing. 
uh, in the restaurants on property as well. And the, uh, even, even most of the restaurants had a like paperless payments process, which is actually some ways was better than what I've seen some of the Disney restaurants in the parks and resorts doing. Well, that's going to be kind of a cool thing too, is because it's, it's, um, promoting some of this, this, uh, other technology like Apple pay and things like that, that maybe some areas were a little slow to adopt. Um, and this is kind of giving an, you know, yet another incentive to use that rather than swiping a card. Um, so that's, that's kind of a weird benefit of this is that some of these technologies are, uh, are kind of advancing out of necessity because of this. I smile inside every time I go to a, a uh, checkout terminal now on Disney property and they all have the contact list, like the tap to pay. Uh-huh. And before the shutdown, oh, it was super rare to find yeah. any of the ones that had the, the tap. Even the chip readers, you would go to chip read and they'd say, oh no, you have to swipe. Right. Yeah. I'm like really? Like, why do you, you? Why do you even have the machine? Why aren't you? <laughs> well, the worst was when they would take my card. Like, oh no, let me swipe. Because, as it turns out, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, the the uh, merchant terminal where you would swipe it yourself didn't work. It was yeah. that so many times a guest would not swipe it properly that it was actually faster for the cast member to just offer to do it from the beginning. But yeah. I felt it was, I felt kind of defeated whenever they would say that. Like, like here, then let me just do it. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm let a me, big boy. Let me just try, can, let me, let me just try it. I promise I can do this. And then I would say, no chip reader yet, right? And they said, no, not yet. But they all have them now. Yeah. And the, the, what's hilarious though is, is some of these places like that didn't take that. They They had the machine. And it had the little icon on there, and they're like, "No, Teasing that's you. not activated yet." And it's like, oh, "Come tap on, twenty twenty, let's go." Go ahead, try it. Tap me, tap so me. What did I, See I what can pay with my watch. Let's do this. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know what drives me crazy? Um, in California, because this doesn't happen in Florida, but in California, when I would go to a liquor store to buy, well, you know, alcohol, um, I would be at the checkout. And look, dude, I don't look even in the realm of 21 years old, like not even close. And I would pay with my card. I mean, I have my card. I pay with my watch. I do the little tap, tap thing, right? And then, like, I would say maybe one out of every five times. Not that I went frequently, but, like, you know, it's like once on the average. It felt like it felt like 20% of the time. Um, once, a day, they, once a week. Stop judging. Um, they, it was a long, hard period of time. Um, when uh, I would, I would go there. Then they would ask. They would, they would card me, and I would look at them and I'd say, "Seriously, the whole reason I pay this with isn't my a watch situation. What are you doing? The whole reason I pay with my watch is so I don't have to pull my wallet out. Exactly. Now that I'm pulling my wallet out, you've now you've I you've actually lessened the, the value of my watch experience. Yeah. And then I came up with a line that I still use to this day if I get carded. Which is, they say, you know, I, mean, I see your ID, and I say, look, look at me. <laughs> if I'm 21, here's a, if I'm under 21, and I look like this, I deserve to drink. <laughs> That's what I say. How do you think I got this way? <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Freshman year so, is stressful, boy. It just isn't it funny though. As like a forty-seven-year-old man, I still get 
irritated when I get carded. Like, oh, I know. I too am forty-seven, and I have been carded. And you know, for a while there, it was kind of fun to be cheeky and be like, "Well, thanks, you're a compliment," you know. But then after a while, it's just like, really, come on, is this? Have you ever seen anybody that was nineteen and looked like this right here? No. Do you think I like put a lot of makeup on or something? Like uh, (laughs) dyed my hair just so I could come in and get this? I mean, really? I'm I'm in a (laughs) community theater production of our town, and I'm playing the old guy and. I just have to walk in here. Nah, I'm not that good at the makeup. <laughs> I don't have the three lines on my forehead. Like I love that you picked our town. That's great. <laughs> well, our town and community theater kind of go hand in hand. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that Disney is a, is a, uh, look, this is either going to be prophetic or it's going to sound completely tone deaf in a week or two or three. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, I, it's, it seems pretty safe. Um, and I think that even with it, even with them temp checking, temperature checking and mandating masks and enforcing them in the parks, they are doing a nice job of that too. And having hand sanitizers everywhere, um, hand sanitizing stations everywhere. And then also the, the, this physical distancing. Oh, we need to talk about that. You still have a personal responsibility to, to not do stupid things. And I had, that was at the school. That's whether you're at Disney World or not. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, well, I was I was telling my we, we, so we were on Splash Mountain. Speaking of which, and and after we're finished, we're soaked, and our, including their masks are just soaked. Right. And so I said, okay, we have to change masks. I brought extra masks because you know personal responsibility. And I said we have to we have to change masks. And I'm like, why? I'm like because they don't they're not as effective when they're wet. Like, oh, yeah. I ended up giving a couple of masks to a couple of friends who I won't name. Um, but uh, they, uh, yeah, it's, it's important to do that sort of stuff. You have to be, you have to be responsible. Um, right. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not only protecting yourself, you're protecting other people. And that's the part that still scares me a little bit because there's, even though they're temperature checking, they're not, they're not idiot checking. Yeah. You should have like a 10, 10 question quiz before you come in yeah and it can't be intelligence based either i mean like i say idiot but it's not it's more like um, yeah it's it's well common sense for lack of a better word i mean i usually hate that term because well is there a measure of like people who are it's like a conscientiousness measure like there you go yeah like that's what they need if we could just assign a score oh that oh oh here's an idea <laughs> what if this is write this down what if disney as an incentive to do the right things. Like, so wear your mask, wash your hands, say, you know, keep your distance, that sort of thing. What if through, through all the different things that they have, like uh, contact tracing through the app, which you know, they're doing, um, and facial recognition, which they've got to be doing things like that. Um, what if it's like, who is it that gives you, who is it all state that gives you, um, like, they reduce your the amount you progressive pay. does that little does thing where they stick the thing in your car. Yeah, that's the thing. That's so that's what we need. So, so what if Disney actually uh, reduced your your annual pass fee oh. or your renewal fee or something based on your compliance? 
incentivize heck so your social responsibility really is to kind of gamify it right you get points and achievements and things and and you know even without necessarily reducing costs people will go nuts for that you stood at the sink for 30 seconds you kept your distance from through your magic band movement we could tell you were actually you know (laughs) washing your hands there you go perfect man someone's got to do this because like that, somebody's got to be thinking of that over because there. Because that, that, I mean, well, you know, in China, I think that's, <laughs> that's well, that sort of thing all the time. You get, but it's the other direction, right? You get socially ostracized <laughs> and penalized if you uh, don't do certain, if you do certain things or don't do certain things. Oh, poor guys. Um, so you know, to to get totally dy- dystopic. Uh, <laughs> well, people great. are accusing him of it anyway. So. Oh boy, yeah. And for all the people who who uh, may be listening and. We're already not happy about wearing masks. I'm sure they're loving my idea of. Let's put a microchip in the mask. <laughs> microchip in the man. Or, well, <laughs> I, I was thinking the mask, but okay, we can put well. it in. I don't know what in the man means, but <laughs> I, I'm okay with you not defining that term, though. Um, if that's all. It was like man. To you. It was man. It was man. <laughs> well, you did. Maybe we should just move a, on. The point. I guess we're pointing to the desk. Let's call it that. Um, oh, oh, was I off? Yeah, they, in um, the man. I did not. Nice. That was that was not. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, well, um, that was awkward. So, so uh, I. Th- so you haven't been in, but not yet. No. But you're not sure if you're going to go. I, I would imagine that eventually, it's going to happen. Um, I mean, you have to, I was it's not like you're going to wake up and be in the park one day. You're going to have to actually plan to do it because you have to get much. a reservation. That's true. <laughs> it's like, they kicked me out because I didn't pass the test. Um, but the, uh, um, what I was going to ask about is, after being in the park, um, are they selling masks in the park? Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I, I the first thing I thought of was like, well, you go in there and it starts raining. You don't have your thing. There's Hey, we have a $12 poncho for you. Um, surely they have masks in there. So, um, so like if you do come off of Splash Mountain with a mask full of, you know, yummy Splash Mountain water, um, surely they have a dry alternative for you. Well, so the problem there is that uh, when you come off of Splash Mountain right now, the store is right there. And you mm-hmm. typically they would direct you to, into the store. Right. Now they direct you away from the store and invite you to join the queue to get into the store. Get in the store. Oh, okay. Because there's so many people trying to get into the store now to buy oh, that particular Splash store, yeah. Mountain merchandise. We saw people carrying out giant bags yeah, of merchandise. That, that is uncool. On the preview man. day. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. eBay people. I mean, I only took two bags worth of snuff kidding. I didn't I didn't buy anything. <laughs> but um but yeah, it was early on too. You see, you knew that people came into the park specifically for the reason of buying that merchandise yeah. and then leaving. Like they didn't. So that's what, so what irritated me. I wasn't sure what irritated me more. The fact that, that they were buying up all this merchandise and they were going to upsell it on eBay, you know, classic arbitrage situation that Disney should try to prevent. Or, I think they would. or, or I, like, should I be more irritated that they used the preview spot because you did not get in. Right, I didn't get in. Yeah. So you have these knuckleheads who came for the sole purpose of buying merchandise and then left. Yeah, that's that's. I hadn't thought about that until now, but now I'm Sorry. even more indignant. Yeah, 
Sorry about that. Guys, I don't like these guys even more now. Right? To me, that's actually the that's actually the bigger the bigger foul. That is, yeah. I hadn't even really. They took a that. spot from somebody that's, who uh, who would have loved to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, trying to get my mask wet, <laughs> so, so to speak. <laughs> but actually, they should probably they should after those rides, um, they should have mask vending machines like they do at the front of the. Well, it, if you so if you get to the like the first security screening area, which is actually the temp screening, mm-hmm. and you don't have a mask, they have they have vending machines oh. where you can purchase masks. Well, that's cool. Yeah, they have those throughout the park. I would think. Yeah, they didn't. I didn't have a lot of them. I, I would expect to see more of them. But they, I think in the park they're selling the expensive two sm- the, the masks that are too small. Yeah, I mean they're tiny. Yeah, I, even even ones that are supposed to be normal size don't. I, By normal, I you mean large, and they're not. Like I, I have to to wear glasses that have straight lim- limbs on them because the distance apparently from my nose to my ears is um, normally large. I wasn't going to bring it up. It well, you know, I, I appreciate that. That's mm. that's, but uh, it does mean that those masks are either, you know, don't fit or they fit very very tightly. And, for sure, for like that, and I had to stretch the one out for my fourteen-year-old. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay, so that's even smaller. Than it's bad. You wouldn't even fit it on your like. It would. Uh, well, I have some new ones coming because I'd order them online. I pre-ordered them mm-hmm. when you know it was all the rage back in May. Because anything like oh, if I can order something that actually makes me feel like I'll be actually able to get into the park sometime soon, I'm going to do that. So that's what I did. And then, you know. A month goes by, another month goes by. Like they just came in a couple of weeks ago, and actually some of them are just coming in now this week. I ordered two different kinds. I ordered mediums and larges, thinking that oh well, my kids will of course like you know Michelle, my wife would use a medium, and maybe they, maybe my fourteen year old would use a medium, and then I would use a large for sure. And they're the larges are small, so I can't wait to see what this medium's oh going to be like. Yeah, and I so think maybe they you, just uh, try. Maybe they. Maybe they developed them for the wrong market. Well, that's what I was going to ask because you know, did did you get them from like overseas? Or I something? got them from Disney. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, I guess that's so, overseas, but I guess it's possible. But it would be it would be size for American people. But that's one of the things is I, I, think I it was. did. You know, when when you they the sort of bespoke shirt online store kind of first started becoming a thing where you could put in your your measurements and it gives you a, a tailor-made shirt mm-hmm. or whatever based on that and I, and i i put in that i wanted a slim fit and a slim <laughs> fit on my and i gave them all of my it's measurements very, uh, i think very highly of yourself don't you like well it's, it's gonna you know I, but fit. see they got the measurements right and so the slim is how much how much sort of give is in there how much how much space do you got in there to hide stuff and um, yeah, I like not, space. I don't like the billowy shirt, right? I don't like walking around mm-hmm. looking like, you know. You like the tight. I remember tight, Garth like Brooks I... and those big old shirts that he, he had that would kind of billow out and go back up into his jeans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that part. I like that okay. to be a little more slimmer, right? And not that I myself am particularly slim, but a uh, slimmer fit, they would say. <laughs> and uh, and apparently this is a, a Chinese company. And to them, slim fit is very much slim, okay. slimmer than I was expecting. Even given, like I said, totally gave him my, I mean, I didn't like laser scan myself or anything, but I gave him some measurements and they weren't like, I'm not, 
big on fudging, you know, numbers or anything. And wow, what came back, like on the arms and stuff, it's it was spandex does not fit this snugly. Do you still have no this? No good. I, I think I do actually because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not returning this because <laughs> it was like the test shirt, right? I got about one shirt and I was like, if they do a great job, I'll get like five shirts from them. And it was like, so, yeah, well, I think they, I think they were hired to make the masks. They must have been. Mm-hmm. That was what I was going to say because that's they're, 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 these are not American sized masks. These are, you know, smaller people sized masks. Yeah, it's, that's what's what's so funny. Like you can see it in the parks if you go to to like Sportsman, the Sportsman, I think it is, in the UK Pavilion or anywhere where they sell soccer jerseys, and you <laughs> you look in the back, and it's like. The European sizes are listed there, and the American sizes are listed there, and then all the, um, the European sizes extra large, and which I don't think is large. fair in the UK pavilion because I, I frankly, I mean, I'm not saying you, like I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like Americans and Brits are kind of like in the same boat when it comes to our f- physical conditioning. Yeah, well, very similar. I, I think I th- once you cross the once you cross the channel, it becomes different, but. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true, but I think that these, I think the companies like Adidas and and all of those guys, I don't know. These may be Nike. Um, I'm not sure. I also, I also sometimes suspect that maybe they they just shrink everything down that they sell in the U.S. just to make us feel, make bad. Us feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you really are. You really are too fat. <laughs> fat American. Lazy fat American. Wow. I can't say. I mean, we live in Florida, so I can't say that we we don't combine on this line. I know what you're trying, Mister Bespoke. Uh, I like my shirts extra tight. <laughs> I like them that extra tight. That's, uh-huh. that's uh, I get into into breathing problems and whatnot. Do you have that in a two? <laughs> I'm I wear. I present as a six, but I wear a four. I put on a little holiday weight, <laughs> as Ross would say. It was, it was Arbor Day just <laughs> recently. <laughs> so, um, so anything else you want to talk about related to uh, Disney's um, prevention or spread of COVID-19? <laughs> <laughs> You're calling it pixie dust now. I mean, I feel like... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I actually... I did enjoy my experience. Oh, oh, I was going to tell you about the lines. Yes, the cues, the cues. So the uh, so it's a it's a beautiful thing. The 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 mandated physical distancing in the cues. Yeah, Marcus, but all the time, doesn't it? <laughs> it? No, it's it's great. People were very compliant, and the, you know they had these lines to like every. It's at least six feet. It may be more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I don't have to like glare at the guy behind me who's like riding on my heels. Yeah. For two hours, so I, while I'm waiting for a flight of passage, um, like because they have to stay way back. Yeah. It's great, and then yeah, and then the other thing that was wonderful is I was taking some pictures, and you know how sometimes you're in a queue and you want to take some pictures, um, but the queue's moving, so you feel right. obligated to continue to move. Mm-hmm. Right, because if you don't, what will happen? Well, you get backed up, and everybody hates you. Or yeah, well, that for sure. Or they right? go past you. Or they go past you. Right? Okay. Right. There's so much power now. 
<laughs> you can't get close to me now. I stood there, Henry, uh, my my fourteen year old. He was like, "Come on, let's go." I'm like, "I'm taking a picture." <laughs> like, but the kids, me. But, but we're moving forward. I'm like, it's okay. No one can go by. <laughs> it's lovely. It's not like I'm holding the line up. I mean, all I, we're going I, to do I, is I, we're going to stop in eight feet anyway. So, right. I mean, well, more like twelve feet. We're going to stop in twelve feet. So instead of stopping at six, you're going to you're going to get to move twelve. So just just right. Be okay. yeah, that, but it's lovely, and and then and then in the, in the queues where you get close to one another, where you would be close to one another, like where it um, where it uh, switchbacks, mm-hmm. they have plexiglass up. Oh, interesting. Okay. So so now you don't even have to like no one's going to cough on you or breathe on you because I mean mm-hmm. that's the idea, right? Um, and I told <laughs> I told a friend of mine recently. I said, you know, I was thinking maybe. Have you heard of the Instagram account called Influencers in the Wild? I have not. Oh, you should check it out. It's very funny. Um, the basic, of, it basically so people, people submit videos of, of quote-unquote influencers on Instagram posing and doing kind of nutty, weird, ridiculous things. Um, and sometimes things go wrong, but sometimes it's just awkward and it's worth sharing. So I, was, I, I said, maybe what I should do is create an Instagram account for the sole purpose of capturing moments where children are licking the plexiglass because <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Oh, man. And then we'll call it something like infectors in the wild or something <laughs> like that because because it's bound to happen. I mean, you have oh, you seen man. the pictures from the Jungle Cruise where they put the plexiglass dividers up in I've the seen, rows? I saw the dividers. I didn't see anybody licking them. But. Well, if you're four years old, and your face is two inches from plexiglass. What do you else? Inherently lickable about plexiglass. What are you gonna? What else are you gonna do? Well, you, you, you do smushy lips. You do little smushy lips up on oh, the glass, right? That, like, yeah, make goofy uh, faces. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Uh oh. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was a little skeptical about just random licking, but the goofy faces smashed against the glass. That's gonna be a. That's gonna be a thing. Just the next time, well, you can thank me for this. The next time you're in a queue at Disney or anywhere where they have the plexiglass up, you just look for the smudge marks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's evidence of somebody who didn't do it right. If I see somebody doing it, I can take a picture of it and send it to you. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll start. Yeah, we'll start start that. Instagram. Glass liquors in the wild. (laughs) In no way are we condoning or encouraging. Right. But if it happens and you catch. You're specifically ridiculing (laughs) doing our part to dissuade you. (laughs) That's right. So yeah, so I'm um, it's actually kind of marvelous having the extra space in the queues and the extra oh, space. Man, oh, great. oh, the other thing I, I noted is that you can walk around without fear of bumping into people. Mm. So it gives you an opportunity to look around and look up without getting bowled over by the guys trying to race to make their fast passes at Space Mountain. And you will notice you actually will notice things that you didn't notice before, which is really cool. And it's all because. Like they're like wide boulevards. Yeah, yeah. It's you it's, actually hear the music and stuff. <laughs> you hear everything. I in, in Carousel of Progress, I could hear the dog's tail, like not not just like the sound of it swishing. I could hear the the mechanism, the gears inside the animatronic. Like I could hear it. Like I was like, wow, this is crazy quiet. It's cute wag subroutine. So, um, now, so yeah, I that, think you'll enjoy it. I saw some uh, video of old John 
kind of freaking out a little bit. The John that had the that has the the Niagara Falls uh, uh, fan hand fan. Apparently, at some point, he kind of malfunctioned a little bit and was oh. kind of rocking out. Really? That. Like recently? Was, yeah, I think that was after the uh, opening. I don't. Maybe it was after you were there. I don't know, but it, but you got to mm. look that up online. It's okay. Uh, it's quite quite humorous because John wow. is, <laughs> John's <laughs> listening to some music or blasting some bad brains or, or something <laughs> like that. Surprised that doesn't happen more often. That that is that is a uh, that is a, a vintage ride. Oh yeah, yeah. That goes back. The World's Fair. I do remember uh, when his hand fell off. That was. <laughs> That was uh, disquieting. It's, it's curious that these things always happen when you're in the theater, Marcus. <laughs> it's like every time this guy malfunctions. I carry a lot of magnets. I, I mean, you, know, you would give him a lot of social credit from the '90s or whatever it was. <laughs> we give him a lot of social credit for washing his hands frequently, but he, <laughs> he is causing before. a lot of death. It's uh, the correlation between his proximity to Carousel Progress and. The animatronics malfunctioning is really is really high. We're not saying it's causal, but it's my mutant power. We're gonna ding him on his social credit. <laughs> yeah, see, my my little uh, yeah, my little thing will go up, and uh, I'll have to pay more for my annual pass because they know that they have to increase their their expenditure on maintenance for uh, <laughs> the father and this guy and carousel of progress. This guy. Oh, you know, I tell you who's I tell you who's um who's passes. Past price is going to go up. It's going to be that uh, the family of the the kid who tossed the balloon at the horse. Did you see the? Uh, I didn't see the video. Merida, yeah. Oh, it's it's terrifying. Oh man! So so the the just the horse kind of got tripped up in it, or yeah, like I don't know. What, I don't know what was happening. She Merida was kind of um, engaging with with passerbys. Passersby. She's on passerby. the horse. She's on the horse. Riding on. Yeah. And um, and and she was kind of pointing at the family or talking to them or waving at them or something. And I don't know if, I don't know what the story is, but I don't know if the boy misinterpreted her gesture, but he had a Mickey balloon that was like tethered to some sort of weight. Uh, Okay. And I think he tossed it to her maybe or towards her and it got tangled up immediately in the, in the horse's rear leg. And the horse did not like that. No, one bit freaked out. I mean, it's you have to watch this. It's terrifying. Yeah, I need to watch it. I, I've, I've and, heard all about it, but I haven't seen it yet. You know, and you're thinking like, wow, this could, this could, this could end poorly, like really fast. I have to think they put those horses through some serious. Apparently <laughs> not the balloon. Training. Apparently not the balloon wrap leg training part. I bet that's I bet there. That's the one thing. But she got she it's funny, she got off the horse pretty that. fast. Well she so she hops off the horse. Oh. Um I mean she's on it while they're trying to get under control. And then when it's clear like it's this may not go well mm-hmm. at her first opportunity she 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 dismounts. Mm-hmm. Is that the word? Dismounts? Unmounts? Dismounts? Yeah, I don't dismount. I don't know. Whatever the horse she didn't do, like, term is. Gainer and... Yeah, it's not gymnastics people, right? So um I think that's what she was trying to avoid. So she she uh she hops off actually very elegantly, of course. Um right. and then and then she she she's like for like half a second you see her about to walk off still like in character. Like mm-hmm. she's keeping she's staying in, in character, which is great. 
Yeah. But the horse continues to freak out. Yeah. Horse. And then she runs. Not in character. And then she like skedaddles. She bolts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, that, that's the part where you're like, Oh, oh. Mm, wow. Yeah. So that's a lot more dramatic than I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Hmm. It was, now, so I, did, I wasn't there for that. That was dragon float Saturday. catching on fire, but it's pretty, pretty, pretty rough. No, no, but potentially more hazardous because yeah, this, uh, you know, very large, very, very heavy animal. Mm-hmm. Very small people around him. A lot of very squishy people running around. Too bad for the horse. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was he doesn't know. But speaking on. of social credit, that's going to be they're going to get some demerits. Yeah. I think. Yeah, probably for sure. Probably banned from buying balloons anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, kind of it's kind of crazy. You can blow air into it. You don't get to buy it. Sorry. <laughs>